Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Pat, what do the WNBA Kamala Harris and two governors have in common. They all suck. Three out of the four are correct with that answer. Yeah. One of them, not so much. But they sure. all feature on our best and worst of the week. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. This is the end of the week here on Critical Thinking. <laughs> Good Friday to you all out there. Yes, it is the end of the week. So we're going to examine the best and the worst that we saw, heard, or thought about this week here on the show. And uh, we'll extend this to the time that we were out. Um, because as we were out, and we really haven't talked about this yet, um, the Supreme Court laid down the affirmative action case and, and some other cases that were um, interestingly decided. Let's just put it that way. Um, so we haven't really had a chance to talk through those yet, um, but it, it will feature on the best and worst of the week. Of course, we're going to crown a brand new Richard of the week. We're going to try to win some money of central bank digital currency because that's where we're all headed if we don't stop what's going on right now. So with that, Pat, how are you on this Friday? Um, just fine and dandy. Okay. That's great. Grand. Wonderful. Do not forget, you can always watch us over on our Rumble page, and especially on the Friday show. It is uh, wanted and warranted uh, for you to watch us. Go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking for the show. Of course, you can always subscribe, download, rate, review the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. We are there. Um, one of the OGs, by the way, in the platform, Stitcher. Did you see this news, Pat? One of the OGs of the uh, pod, pod, separate podcasting platforms, uh, Stitcher is closing its doors. And here's a shocker, Pat. If you can't wow. monetize your company, um, it eventually won't work. Wow. So they're gone. So if you are a fan of us and uh, you are listening on Stitcher, well, then congratulations. Um, you're going to have to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever. All of that out of the way, Pat, do you want to go with our best or worst stories or takes, I should say, of the week? You know you always got to get the worst out of the way first. Okay. So we're going to start with a, an OG of the worst takes of this week, one that came to us last week, actually, on uh, June 30th, as the Supreme Court 
kind of dumped its final decisions for its last session for this year. Um, Well, not for this year, but its last session in the first half of this year. That being said, um, people were mad. And remember how we talked about how, like, the LGBTQ alphabet soup has kind of taken the um, playbook of the black activist crowd and just copy and pasted it or R&D'd it, as uh, lots of us in the uh, real estate industry like to call it, rip off and duplicate mm-hmm. and, and just put your own little spin on it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I present to you <clears throat> a player from the WNBA who was extremely mad that affirmative action in higher education, not in any other sense, not in any other place, not in a workplace, nowhere else, just in education, can no longer be a thing, tweeted this out. Our country is trash in so many ways, and instead of using our resources to make it better, we continue to oppress marginalized, capitalized, by the way, groups that we have targeted since the beginning of times. Black slash brown communities and LGBTQ plus, man, we are too powerful to still be attacking issues separate. This is from Natasha Cloud. Uh, Apparently, I'm going to guess, I think she's a point guard in the WNBA. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I'm guessing you couldn't either, Pat. I'd never heard of her until this because I frankly don't watch the WNBA. But, you know, uh, I, I hear Russia is a big fan of WNBA players. Um, well, a lot of a lot of WNBA players went to Russia in the post WNBA season to continue to earn the Buko bucks. In fact, in some cases, they were earning more money playing in Russia than they would in the WNBA. That's a whole separate issue for a whole different time. Um, I told you, Pat, that this was this was the LGBTQ plus playbook. Take the civil mm-hmm. rights activist type playbook flip Mm -hmm. it on its head for the lgbtq plus community and now if you are black and brown you must be an ally to lgbtq plus people what this is the this isn't now not only that but hey i'm gonna i'm gonna say this she's got every right to call our country trash oh yeah i i support her right to say what she said i think her take is absolute hot garbage otherwise known as trash. Yeah. And here's why, Pat. We're a free country. Right? Right. If you do not like that, you can leave. Now, some say, well, they'll like it or leave it. There's a difference between saying that, hey, I don't like this about our country. Right? And I want to work to, to... to do better. For instance, I don't like that the IRS targets libertarians and conservatives, right? I would like to abolish the IRS. Does that mean that I hate America? No. Okay. Does it mean that somebody who would like affirmative action hates America? No. No, it doesn't. But to suggest that the thing that you advocate for is the only thing that makes America good is an absolute trash opinion. You're you're entitled to your trash opinion. But I'm also entitled to let you know, if you don't like 
this country so much that you think we're a trash country. Go elsewhere. You've played professional basketball. You can go to Europe. You could go to Russia. You could go to China. You can go elsewhere to play your game. Go there once. See what it's really like. And oh, by the way, call that country trash. Because you know what happens in other countries where you do this, Pat? You don't have a freedom of speech. No. So go ahead. Again, I hear a lot of this country's trash. Okay, so what model is better? Which place is better for you? And then furthermore, if you can identify that, why aren't you living there? Oh, just emote onto your Twitter feed. (sighs) Just absolute hot garbage. Speaking of hot garbage, um, should we go with, um, yeah, we should do this. The governor from the um, uh, used to be great state of North Carolina. I don't understand what's going on in that state, but uh, the governor did this vetoing a bipartisan bill that protected women in sports saying, quote, we don't need politicians inflaming their political culture wars by making broad, uninformed decisions about an extremely small number of vulnerable children that are already handled by a robust system that relies on parents, schools, and sports organizations, the Democratic governor stated. Republican governors in other states have vetoed similar bills because they hurt their state's reputation and economy and because they are are neither fair nor needed. I believe he might be referring to what took place in the great state of South Dakota, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you know anything about that bill in South uh, Dakota, it was vetoed at the behest of whom? The Stanford, the Stanford family, who has a very large interest in the medical field. Hmm who also has a large commercial interest in events from the NCAA and other institutions. And oh, by the way, another bill has come through in the state of South Dakota, in which it seems like she's likely, that governor there, Christy Nome, to sign. So what you talking about, Willis? Kind of seems to me that... Uh... Governor of North Carolina and the governor of Utah should uh, sit down for coffee sometime. Perhaps because yeah. I, I feel like I feel like he's saying the same thing that Spencer Cox has expressed here in Utah. And what would that coffee time session be named, Pat? If you could name it, mm. well, let's see. It's What's what's the governor's of what's the governor of North Carolina's name again? Uh, uh, I'm off the top of my head. I think it's um, is it Conley? Um, let me check here. Roy Cooper. Uh, Roy Cooper. Coffee with uh, uh, Cooper's Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where I was going with it. So. <laughs> Unreal. I I, I just, this is a terrible take 
because this is a man who does nothing but try to fight a culture war. Otherwise, why else did he also veto earlier this or the past month or two? I think it was he vetoed the uh, bipartisan again. Wait for it. Universal school choice bill in the state. Mm -hmm. What else is that other than fighting the culture war? You are directly fighting it by doing what? This is a bill that had complete bipartisan support. Now, in North Carolina, what are they going to do? They have enough support in North Carolina for this bill to override the veto. What's the point of this? And furthermore, the take of this is a small number of children, so sit down and shut up, you bigot. Last time I checked, the trans community went from like 1% of our population or something of that nature to somewhere around 10% trans identifying in the younger generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something like that. It, yeah. It's not a small number of people that this is affecting. This is a, if we are to accept the premise, and we'll talk about that later of all of this, you have to figure out a path forward in sports and in government and in life. I, I just, and more importantly, this is about biology this is about fairness and competition you know we would this is for me analogous to putting guideposts in place to protect against monopoly power however i would suggest that we have not figured out that meta owning facebook instagram now threads wechat or whatsapp right and something else yeah. owning five of the top seven um, social media companies is probably pretty bad. Right. Probably. Now we could also argue on the other side of it that uh, companies can make choices that are good, good or bad for its bottom line. And who are we? If, if we don't like it, don't consume it. Can make that argument too. But This isn't about the consumer side of things. This is about, hey, should we or should we not have rules of the road? And absent of these woke sports organizations doing their damn job and protecting real girls and their opportunities to climb up not just the competitive ladder, but potentially the economic ladder using sports, right? (coughs) We just saw was it three months ago or so the video emerge of a trans high school male man well boy i should say playing on the women's or the girls varsity softball team and almost killing a girl by spiking a ball on her head from close range and why because If we know anything about the physiological differences, this goes to tennis, this goes to volleyball, this goes to other sports. The velocity, the power, and more importantly, the physiological makeup of the athletes that are competing are vastly different. So the effects of a 140 mile an hour swing on a volleyball court, right, 
are very different than a 75 mile an hour women's volleyball swing. Getting hit in the face at 100 miles an hour feels very different than 75 miles an hour. And it has very different effects. I'm just using those as rough examples. But there is a massive velocity difference in the swing of a competitive man playing volleyball than there is of a female at the same competitive levels. Same as when you look at Wimbledon that's going on right now and you look at the swing on the serve or on a forehand or a backhand. Nine times out of ten, unless it's a second serve or purposeful slowing down of the swing, a man is going to swing harder, faster than a woman. Yeah, but what about the men who can't hit women's softball pitching? You're right, because it's different. It's different. And the velocity difference. There's there's a difference between a softball coming to you from 40 feet away or whatever it is than 60 feet 6 inches. 100 miles an hour, 60 feet 6 inches is akin to about 80 miles an hour on the softball pitch. You know, so there are differences. To not recognize that and to not say, hey, we're, we're going to protect that difference and we're going to make sure that our girls have all the opportunities that boys have. And oh, by the way, if you feel like a girl today, but you end up being a boy tomorrow, we're not going to put you back on the girls' team. I, I just don't understand this take. Well, let the sports organizations handle it. Oh, so this is just political posturing in the hopes of what? Regaining some sort of democratic help in a state that's pretty swingy, right? Stand up. Stand up for what you really believe. Instead, you hide behind the, let's let sports organizations handle this. That's No, you just believe in trancing the kids. Let's call a spade a spade. And for that, that's a terrible take. All right. With that being said, Pat, um, let's move on to, oh, boy. I I think we have to go with this one, and this one is going to be a warning. If you've got young children, um, if you don't want to hear talk of uh, menstruation, now's a good time for you to potentially hit the fast-forward button. We're we're talking about menstruation? Yeah. We're talking about real women. Where were you when I was 11? (laughs) When I first got my period, my mom was away. My grandmother was babysitting. And I went to her. I said, I don't even know what's happening. Number one, the color is you even discuss about the color. I didn't know what that was in my panties. And she said, oh, you have to wait till your mother comes home. And I thought, am I dying? What is happening here? Because back then it was not discussed. Mm. And you don't want girls to have to go through what many of us went through. Why? I mean, because periods make human life possible. It's potentially one of the most natural biological processes of life. And yet history and society has built up this stigma that makes menstruators feel so ashamed. It makes us feel like there's something wrong with them. Well, well, what? Yes, Pat. Menstruators? You mean women? Correct. Do do you notice how they, they conflated this? 
in this segment, right? You notice how she starts talking about how this is the most natural, normal, biological thing and then talks about menstruators. Huh? I mean, because that first part is correct. I mean, it is it is a natural thing. Don't get me wrong. Right. So one of these two things is absolutely correct. And the other is absolutely wrong because they cannot be true at the same time. You dumbass. It's women, not menstruators, women, women. This is from somebody who has created some sort of pill or some newfangled thing for women. There are only women to not accept that is to not accept reality. And we only bring this up to highlight the vast difference between objective truth and subjective reality. You you cannot share a country with that. It is impossible to share a culture because one culture, again, believes in objective truth and seeking of that objective truth. That does not mean that everything is set in stone, by the way. It means we seek objective truth. And when we find something that changes what we have actually believed to have been really physically accurate, right? When we find something that changes that reality, that then becomes objective truth. But living in a world in which you must tell me that a man having a period is a man, you're full of shit. You, that is, that is something that is not, yeah, we can't do that. That is not true. That is not a reality. That might be something you wish or something you feel. Feelings are not objective truth. They never have been. They never will be. They can help us in the search for truth, right? Sure. But they cannot be the truth. This is just dumb. This is somebody who literally exists. The company that she is heading, the company in which she has put herself on the map for, is a woman's company. It is a company that exists because there are women. And they go through something different than biological males. And then there's this, Pat. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. People, when I say that, they wonder what I'm talking about. 
She's been clearly been hanging around Joe too long. No, this is actually I mean, who she's been her entire life, Pat. Well, that, that's like, true. You can go I, all I, the way back to the videos of her when she was with uh, Montel Williams, I believe it was. Yeah, remember that she dated uh, that guy. Yeah, I, I, I remember. And th- and then uh, did some climbing up the ladder, shall we say? Because that that's just, the only way. And, and and no, folks, I'm not being a misogynist on this, and I'm not being sexist. Th- that's literally what she actually did in California. She she found men of power, used them, dumped them to the side of the road, and then as she became powerful, she decided to marry some weird dude. Just does she need a teleprompter or something to be constantly in front of her? To tell her what to say. Look, there are times where I, and I'm sure you, have struggled to come up with the thought in the moment, right? Sure, but there's a difference sure. between Everybody that and just that. regurgitating the same thing. She said the exact same thing three different ways in 45 seconds, Pat. I, I, I caught that. Yeah, I'm aware. <clears throat> it's because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. It's because she has to politically calculate rather than just give the authentic thought that was in her head. She she is as inauthentic of a human being as I have ever seen. Well, I mean, she makes Hillary Clinton is, is that, is that look like a like a thought leader. No, but I just just out of curiosity, is that part of her nervous tick? You think? No, her. So her nervous tick is the Venn diagrams. Oh, I thought it was the laughing. That that too. It could also be mm. the uh, uh, unburdened by the past, or whatever the hell that that thing that she keeps going by. Right. Yeah. Just like Joe Biden, you know that what he uh, was talking about to be untrue by saying "not a joke." That's not a joke. Oh, I, I just, oh my God, do I feel so stupid. All right, Pat. So the, the overall worst take of the week between the WNBA player calling America trash, the North Carolina governor attempting to tell us that he vetoed a bill because, uh, well, there's just nobody that this is an unnecessary bill and uh, we'll put it back on the sport. Uh, Kamala Harris's um, moment in time. And uh, menstruators. Just this is because it's also very dumb. Like, like if there's a theme for so like dumb the worst for real, so week, dumb. It's just that they're also very, very dumb. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the North Carolina governor. Uh, and and the reason why I'm going to go with that one over the rest of them is because I mean it's literally about trans and kids, and there's just in my in my mind there's nothing worse than that. This is about the kids at this point. I mean you 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 are fundamentally destroying their childhoods for the sake of sexualizing and transing them. It's it's ridiculous. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hmm. <clears throat> See, I'm between Kamala and the uh, the person who heads up April. That's the name of the company, by the way. Ah. Um, I got to go with the, the April one because this is CBS amplifying BS. Sure. Which, by the way, on uh, Thursdays, Pat, uh, I've got a new uh, I've got a new segment that I want to try out on Thursdays called I'm, I'm calling BS. And it's just, okay. yeah, I'm going to call BS on something <clears throat> because I'm calling BS on that. Like for me, if you are attempting to, to shove down my throat that men can have periods, because that's the, Ooh. that's the, why, why else would you need that word to be that word? Why, why are you referring to people like that? So no, we, we don't play that game. I, I don't accept your terms and I don't give a rip what you think about what I just said when it comes to all of that. I, I don't give a rip if you think that it's somehow bigoted or misogynistic or transphobic or whatever have you. No, no, no. There is nothing, and I mean nothing more important than the truth and seeking it out. Does that mean you're perfect all the time? Hell no. But it means that's the pursuit, and that's the goal of this show. All right. I mean, with, th with that being yeah. said, though, Pat, I think it is a great time for us to go ahead and move on. Do we want to do the beer, not the be, or skip it for uh, time's sake? I mean, I have one if you want it, but if you want to skip it, let's go ahead and skip it because I think we need to crown okay. a brand new Richard of the week first. Okay. And with that, Pat, the four nominees for Richard of the Week. Well, we're going to start with uh, Jill Scott. First of all, do you even know who Jill Scott is? Oh, yeah, because I, I absolutely loved her very first album um, when it came out in the 90s. Uh -huh. she, was, she is an absolutely fan freaking tastic soul singer. Like she is really good. She has an amazing voice. I apparently live under a rock because I've I don't think I've heard of her until this week. Well, to be fair, you might have been like so it'd been ninety eight, ninety-nine, maybe two thousand. Okay, so I'd have been ten or eleven. Right. So chances <clears throat> of you probably paying attention to 
that era of R&B and hip hop, slim and none. Well, considering that wasn't typically music played in my household either. Fair. Okay. But anyway, Jill Scott. Um, was it Was it more? Uh, unfortunately, it was mostly country music. Yeah, that's what I was going for, Pat. Yeah, it was that. That, it, it, that was the unfortunate part. I'm I'm not a country music person, but mm-hmm. I digress. Um. <clears throat> anyway, she uh, said that uh, when she was uh, up singing the national anthem on live stage, that uh, blood was built on the, built this land. Oh yes, she she changed the national anthem into a uh, pro black power. Yeah. It and by the way, I, I I saw like fifteen seconds of it. It was hot freaking garbage. Just utter trash. Yeah. Even for yeah. like if you want to make that into a protest song, try it. It was bad. It was just objectively bad. But also, what the hell? And this was at the yeah. Essence Festival, which by the way, that's where that Kamala Harris take came from, too, by the way. <clears throat> It was a side session at the Essence Festival. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, then you also have uh, Governor Roy Cooper from North Carolina for the uh, vetoing of the uh, bill that uh, protects women's sports. Um, <clears throat> then you also have, speaking of governors, you have uh, Josh Shapiro, who is the governor of the not great state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, Let's be honest. It's not a great state anymore. Word of the uh, day. Hot yeah. garbage. Well, words of the yeah. day because it's two words. Yeah. He um, vetoed a bill for school choice. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Aren't you telling me that <clears throat> didn't we say that one of the reasons why he actually won that governorship not just because Doug Mastriano was a terrible candidate, but also because uh, didn't he support universal school choice or some version, yeah, some greater version of that's school choice? Uh huh. That's what I thought. Wait a second. So, but he vetoed this, and then wait, wait even further. I, this is what I don't understand about mm-hmm. some of these things. You, they have a super majority. In both the House and Senate, right in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> and there were there were more than the supermajority that voted for this. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I, I'm trying to wrap my brain. I understand if this was like a ideological purity test, if you will. Right. Like I ideologically cannot. So I'm going to do it, even though it's going to come back and, and they're just going to override my veto. Right. Uh huh. I get that. But for a guy who literally campaigned on universal school choice or some version of it, right. An expansion Mm -hmm. of school choice. He believed Uh in that. This is a double strike because it just makes you look like a moron and then it makes you look like a liar on top of it. In what is arguably the 
swingiest of swing states in America right now, which is Pennsylvania. Because they used to be Ohio, and that ain't the case anymore. Ohio is much more red than it has ever been in my entire lifetime at this point. Anyway, what the hell? So those are the two, Jill Scott and Josh Shapiro, plus uh, Roy Cooper. Who's the fourth? Corey Bush. Which, if you go back to yesterday's show, we talked a little bit about what she had to say in terms of uh, the land stolen. Yep, reparations. reparations. America mm-hmm. was built on stolen land and slavery. Yes, sixteen nineteen projects rhetoric. Okay. Yeah. So, who are you selecting as this week's Richard of the Week? Jen, this was a tough one. Um, however, I, I, I again have to go go with North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. I mean, what's worse than sexualizing and transing kids? Um, I, I would have to go with Jill Scott on this one, but uh, we can agree to disagree right. for our Richard of the right. Week. Yeah, um, I think both of them are worthy of it. Okay, all right. So, do I. huh? So do I. I, I, I can justify it. So. All right. With that having been said, though, Pat, um, we've got to get to our best stories of the week. And speaking of transing the kids and protecting girls sports, um, we've got a take from Riley Gaines that everybody needs to hear. The longest time I refrained from posting on TikTok, um, I'm the swimmer who competed against Leah Thomas, who has been outspoken on why men should not be competing in women's sports or changing in our locker rooms. But after what I saw today on Twitter, I will be blasting my opinions and my views on all of my social media platforms because this is sick. And I think a true testament of where, as Americans, we are today. Okay, so I came across this picture yesterday on Twitter which is very clearly a man who is claiming the identity of a woman and breastfeeding a child. After seeing that picture, I very quickly took to my Twitter to call that what it is, which is sexual abuse of a child. But I didn't realize to what degree until I saw this. In the following photos, you will see the same man who was breastfeeding the child actively using nipple clamps to fulfill his sexual fetish. Here is another one. And here is another one. And here is the Instagram caption from the same man on his Instagram profile where he wanted to check on how hard you can tug on the nipple clamps. So I guess what I'm wondering is how can any sane human being see this man posing with this child, obviously sucking on his nipple, now seeing what he engages in privately and not see this baby as an erotic prop for this man with a sick fetish. It is sexual abuse of a child. Love how concise, how quick and to the point she was with that. That is absolutely the truth. This is sexual abuse of a child. Absolutely it is. This is fulfilling some really sick pedophilia weird fetish. It is wrong. This person should be arrested for this, by the way. Whoa, blah, blah, but but what? Okay, so either it is a sick 
sexual fetish or it's mental disease. Either way, this person belongs nowhere near a baby, nowhere near a child. This person needs help or they need jail. Let's be very clear on that. Choose one. Because this is not, and I repeat, not. And oh, by the way, even if you had secretion coming out, it's poison to that baby. You sick son of a bitch. So big up to Riley Gaines for calling it out, for not being afraid to go after this. She is one of the bravest individuals out there in the space because she has a lot to lose. A lot. She is, by the way, one of the best competitive swimmers in the United States of America, which means she's also one of the best competitive swimmers in the entire world right now. Now, from um, calling that sick crap out to, um, well, how about we do this, Pat? Um, I'm going to have you take this one because we also have a take on the sound of freedom, which, if you don't know this, is a movie from Angel Studios starring Jim Caviezel of uh, the Passion fame and other uh, shows he's an absolute Hollywood A-lister, um, but he it's the story of Tim Ballard and um, Operation Underground Railroad, Railroad. If I could say that five times fast, um, it's it's based off of the true story of Tim Ballard and and how he goes about uh, creating Operation Underground Railroad. Right, right. So I'll have you take this one. Without any serious graphic violence or sexual content, Sound of Freedom is still, at times, absolutely heart-pounding, gut-wrenching, and disturbing. Yet, at other times, the viewer is rewarded with triumph, relief, and inspiration. From the very first scene, my wife and I were in tears, and pretty much on the verge of tears throughout the movie. Even the title sequence, which features seemingly real surveillance footage of children getting abducted, by sex traffickers is very intense to watch other parts of the film had everyone in the audience applauding in victory this is so i have not seen the movie yet i don't know if you have mm -hmm. or not no because this is um, gonna be uh, one of those that i don't think my wife will want to watch she doesn't do well with this but mm. i i have i've always tried to encourage her because confronting the reality is important again Truth is important. The truth is important. This is a real thing. And um, one of the things that I really love about my Knights of Columbus here in Chicago is that we are involved in helping in this uh, arena, if you will. In, in, in any case, um, I've not so I've not seen the movie yet. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm hoping I, I will be able to this weekend. This is, uh, for me, this is one of the best take worthy because, first of all, the, the commentary in this is talking about a true story. Mm -hmm. It's And it's obviously telling the story well. It's, it's good storytelling. Mm -hmm. And it's something that everyone, regardless of what your persuasion in life is, 
should be able to unite around like the sex trafficking is bad trafficking of kids is bad like we know this yep and to sit here and describe to tell the truth and and then on top of it pat we also have to highlight the fact that this was the number one box office draw Mm -hmm. last weekend the number one it's amazing it grossed over 20 million dollars by the way 10 million of it in pre-sales they grossed over $20 million in its first week. So or first weekend. So congratulations to, to this movie. Again, it's the sound of freedom. So go check it out. Um, but we've got a lot more to cover here. So um, let's get away from the, these uh, sexualizing of children subjects. And let's go to the uh, win from the governor of Iowa. Iowa governor calls special session to fight against the inhumanity of abortion. Iowans have elected representatives willing to stand up for the rights of the unborn, and in doing so, they have voted strongly in support of pro-life principles and against the arbitrary destruction of innocent, defenseless lives, the Republicans said in a statement. Quote, I believe the pro-life movement is more important, is the most important human rights cause of our time, Reynolds continued. Not only will I continue to fight against the inhumanity of abortion, but I will also remain committed to supporting women in planning for motherhood, promoting fatherhood and parenting and continuing policies that encourage strong families. You know, Pat, um, I've spent time in Iowa, right? I lived there for over a year. Okay. And I can tell you that having lived there, whether these people and their children were Democrats or Republicans back in the day, Family was very important in that state. It was very, very important, largely because family farms exist, right? If farming is a massive part of of the the cultural identity, not just industry in that state, but the emphasis on family in that state is, is beyond reproach, okay? So I'm not surprised by this, but this is what this looks like. When governors do what they say they are going to do, this is what Team GOP should be doing in Washington, D.C. right now, where we know what happened yesterday. The the so-called person they couldn't reach came out and said, here I am, here's what I know, and said, I'm laying my chips down for you because I'm about to be a victim of the DOJ. Whatever the truth in that matter is, we don't know, but... Okay, so now that you've got that knowledge and that information, what are you doing about it? It's been six months. Has anybody been indicted? Has anybody been impeached? Has anybody been, have we gone down this road? No. Well, we need more information. We just need more and more and more. Are you, what are you waiting for? This is political. Fight that political fight. This fight is not political in any way, shape, or form. This is about life. Okay. And CNN going down the road of 10,000 babies in the state of Texas, because that's what they don't tell you in the headline, is that this is a study from the state of Texas in which they say that 10,000 babies have have been born, 10,000 more than expected, as if that's a bad thing. 10,000 babies weren't killed. Of that 10,000, I would love to know which ones of those become CEOs, which, you know what I mean? Like, change the world. Give me a break. But this is what it looks like when when she says, yeah, no, we're, we're going to get this done. And we're going to get this done now. 
We're not playing around. We're not waiting for the next session. Why didn't you get this done? I'm the leader of this state. It's time to get this done. So I love that take. But then, Pat, any any quick thoughts on that one? Uh, That's why I loved it too. I'm like, like, here's someone that's being an effective governor using her power as governor to do something that's right. And from that, um, you know, we're talking about transing the kids and child uh, abuse and sex slavery and sex trafficking and all those things. I thought there was a really great take um, (coughs) later this week, um, just I think yesterday, actually, from Allie Beth Stuckey from The Blaze, um, host of Relatable. Um, She had this to say in a long tweet, quote, I see conservatives object to being called things like transphobe. They'll defend themselves saying, quote, transphobia means fear, and I'm not scared of trans people. I just don't believe men should go into women's bathrooms, etc. Well, one, defending yourself against their accusations and name calling is wasted time. That's very true. The proper response isn't, no, I'm not. It is, I don't care. Two, we actually should feel fear. We should fear men going into women's bathrooms. We should fear for the female prisoners forced to be incarcerated with men, many of whom have raped women. We should fear for the rape victims forced to share space in abuse shelters with men. We should fear a world in which girls are forced to suppress their instincts and smile as males infiltrate their sororities, teams, and locker rooms. And yes, aversion too. We should have a strong aversion towards men trying to breastfeed babies. We should be adverse to the idea that quote-unquote female is a costume to be donned or an identity to declare. These fears and aversions are healthy and logical. What they aren't is irrational. This is why transphobe isn't accurate because phobia is an irrational fear or aversion. But the fear and aversion felt in this case are extremely rational. Whether you believe that we're a product of evolution and we have the instincts we do because they were passed down from our ancestors to help us survive, or whether you know, as I do, that we were given by God the ability to discern obvious, observable truths like the differences between male and female, the fear and aversion people have to men trying to be women and enter their spaces are innate and understandable. This doesn't mean people who are confused about their gender gender are any less inherently valuable than anyone else. They're made in the image of God like the rest of us, in the need of Christ like the rest of us. I feel such pain in hearing the stories of detransitioners who were victims of manipulation and negligence, and I rejoice when they hear the good news of the gospel and believe. But the insistent denial of reality, particularly at the expense of women and girls, is a thing to be feared and disdained. We can and should hold all these facts in mind in the same time, or at the same time. Call it transphobia or whatever you want, but it's the truth. Thoughts there, Pat? Literally, it is the truth. What she said is the truth. That is the point of the show. That is what we stand for here on this show. This is why I really love Ellie Bestucky for the most part, because she really does try to speak the truth. Um, yeah, you know, it, I, I totally agree. I, I think one thing that I want to, and I'm thinking about right now is I understand her point, right? When it comes to men occupying women's spaces and 
mm. and the realities and the fears. But flip it on its head because trans isn't just men wanting to become women. It's women wanting to become right. men. Right. right? Mm-hmm. What's the fear there? It's an interest. It's interesting that they point. only focus on one side of this issue and not both. Mm-hmm. Because isn't there also if if she's talking about that fear being rational, right? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it exist on the other side? Just something to think about. I, I don't know if I have thought through that enough, or to understand it enough, or to think about it enough. Is it because we as men don't fear physically that or we don't fear that they're going to attack us as much? Meanwhile, you know, the underreported incidents of females raping males in this country. You know, I, I've seen the statistics out there that it's one in four actually experience that as a man. And it's only one in mm-hmm. 10 that actually report it. I, it's interesting. It's an interesting scenario to to play out but go ahead and um, finish your thoughts here on on, on this and, and who wins for you for best take because this is my best take of the week yeah i was gonna say i actually agree i think this is the best take as well and it's mainly because it's the i don't care portion of this i don't care because mm-hmm. i'm dealing in truth well for me for me it is it is the truth portion of this it is like i'm gonna speak the truth i don't care what you think you can think whatever you want of me. You can call me whatever names that you want. I am still going to tell you the truth. Fair enough. And and that's why it is the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. This is such a great take. And I think secondly would have been the Iowa governor for me. Um, yeah. And, that, and uh, what she had to say there. Not only that, but I also think that this sets her up to be, for me, a great partner for Iran DeSantis in a potential uh, VP slot because Absolutely she's got does. the bona fides to say, look what I've done. Look what Rhonda Santis has done to protect life. Look at we, what we have done. We we've said what we've said. We meant what we said, and we did something about it. And at the federal level, w- what do we know? The, the, the federal government has no role in this anymore, right? We know this from the, the ruling. So what they can say is the things that we know that we can control on a federal level, we're going to do something about it. So I think that was also a great take, but I got to go with you, Ali Best Stucky, on this fantastic take. Um, and with that, your final thoughts, Pat. Uh, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And holy crap! If there was a theme of today's show, especially in the worst takes, it's oh so dumb, so very very dumb, so dumb for real, for real, so dumb. And on that note, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. Do not forget, I will be out next week, so Pat will fly solo. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can listen all of next week. And as always, Matthew 547.